And because he, in his grace, has anointed you with his spirit, made you his own child, Jesus can say, if that unjust judge will respond to that poor widow, how much more, think about the God who has chosen you. Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out day and night? This message is from Rock of Ages Lutheran Church in Payson, Arizona. Ancient faith for today's world. October 16th, 2022, Luke 18. The other day I was checking out in line at the store and the clerk, when they handed me the receipt, said, oh, and there's, and you probably heard this, there's a survey at the bottom. If you fill it out, there'll be a chance for you to win a thousand hours of credit in the store. How many of us actually fill those out? I don't think many of us do. We're probably thinking, what are the odds that I'll actually get a response and win? Well, just to make sure I wanted to fill it out, she said, someone actually won last week. Then I thought about it, but then I still thought, what are the odds? And I, I don't think I'm going to fill it out. Kind of feels like it's not worth the effort. Maybe we just sometimes feel that way, don't we, when it comes to praying? Maybe we're thinking, you know what, I've prayed a lot and I haven't seen a response. Or maybe there's some particular matter or item that you've had on your heart and you've prayed about it. But in the back of your mind, even as you pray, you're still thinking, but it's a long shot. Is that how God responds when we pray? Maybe we might feel that way or we might begin to act that way, but what Jesus tells us in his word is, an amazing truth regarding prayer that moves us to pray. Even if it at times feels like it's only filling out some form that maybe won't get response, Jesus reminds us, yes, you you will have an answer. And he speaks to his disciples so that they don't get discouraged and give up praying. As we continue our series with, Lord, increase our faith, we look at how faith pours out to God in prayer, even as it seems the prayer becomes long and until he comes again. We look at God's word in Luke 18. Jesus actually had this parable for a purpose. He says, to show them that they should always pray and not give up. Certainly as the end times approach, I think God's people all the more will start to wonder, does God hear? Jesus describes, as as you read leading up to this chapter, the coming of the kingdom of God and how when the Son of Man is coming, how there'll be difficult times and people will find there's persecution. And certainly the, the church and believers today face difficulties. So should they pray more or should they rather think, is he listening? Here's his story that he gives. He said, a certain town there was a judge who neither feared God nor cared what people thought. And there was a widow in that town who kept coming to him with the plea, grant me justice against my adversary. Certainly there are, I'm sure the people were familiar then, and we are now, judges who just don't care. Those who are supposed to administer justice, but it's all about their own interest, their own agendas. And that can happen in this world. And Jesus is presenting one of the most pitiful situations because in that culture, 
the judge was pretty much it. And if he didn't care, you were left on your own. And this woman was a widow, so she didn't have really much of a voice or a standing in the community where she could have that judge pay attention. This was a a desperate plea. But what Jesus has the widow doing is to this godless, careless, cruel judge, she keeps coming to him with the plea. Jesus says, for some time he refused. But finally, he said to himself, even though I don't fear God or care what people think, yet because she keeps bothering me, and then the Greek is, so I don't get pounded and eventually get a black eye, I better give her an answer so she doesn't attack me. In other words, the judge is so godless that he won't even respond unless it's something is bothering him. Is that how we're supposed to approach God? Just come before him and and pester him because God will eventually get tired of us and then he'll answer. That's not Jesus' point. But rather, he's showing what might put some of us to shame. Someone who is persistent, even when it seems hopeless, and this is all she has. And she continues to pray, or plead her case, rather. The Lord said, listen to what the unjust judge says. And now he makes his point. Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones? Note, he's not comparing God to the unjust judge. He's saying, if if this unjust judge eventually makes a response, how much more won't the God of justice have a response? Really, at this point, we probably should pause and and wonder, well, what, what would the God of justice do for me? The scriptures actually declare God is, he's not some unjust judge who doesn't care about us. Rather, he is deeply concerned about us. And he is deeply concerned about our lives and justice. So much so that maybe we might fear to come before him. Isaiah the prophet tells us that God actually does not have to listen to us. As a just judge, God sees every fault and every sin. And he looks on us and he says, I will turn my face away from sin. And Isaiah says, Your sins have hidden God's face from you so that he will not hear. Really, what we ought to expect from a just judge is that all of our pleas go on a deaf ear because he sees our wrongs and our faults and that we do not deserve a hearing before him. Rather, shouldn't we Think that if he's a just judge, better hope he's not paying attention to me. Justice would mean he comes down on me for what I deserve. And yet Jesus says, will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones? In strong contrast to the unjust judge, the God who brings about justice calls you his chosen one. You're not some voice in this world that he dismisses or has no approach before his throne. You are a chosen one before God. When you come before him in prayer, he hears your voice because he has called you first. By his gospel, he brought you into his kingdom. And he has given each and every one in the washing of baptism that title, You belong to me. You are chosen in grace by God. And because he, in his grace, 
has anointed you with his spirit, made you his own child, Jesus can say, if that unjust judge will respond to that poor widow, how much more, think about the God who has chosen you. Will not God bring about justice for his chosen ones who cry out day and night? We know he will. Because the the God of justice is concerned about justice. But he has chosen you to the point where he decided you have a hearing before him and he will take that sin, that justice, off of your shoulders. Consider the one who was crying at night, the Son of God. As he cried out that night because justice was coming, God was going to answer for sin. And the Son of God was there with his face in the dirt. And the Son of God was crying out to the Father, Father, if it's possible, take this cup away. And he cried out our after hour, time after time. And what was the will of God? He had chosen to rescue this world. And in grace, he had chosen that his son would take on himself all of that justice, all of that sin. And the son said, Father, not as I will, but as you will. And he took that justice on the cross. So you can beyond a doubt know You are God's chosen one. And as you cry out to him day and night, it's like what we heard earlier in the psalm. He's not slumbering, he's listening. He is paying attention to every aspect of your life. And as the the church and all believers face trials and difficulties, it's not like you're filling out some form on the bottom of a survey hoping to get an answer. But the God who counts every hair on your head, who shed the Son who shed his blood, is there interceding and pleading on your behalf. And God sees you as a chosen, precious child in grace. And he will answer. Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, he will see that they get justice. And quickly. Maybe at this point someone might say, well, wait, I've, I've prayed out to God day and night and I didn't get a quick response. But God answers. As we read in the letter that John wrote, if you pray according to his will, he hears. And he will give you whatever you ask of him in his name. Maybe at times that that response is not what we're expecting. Maybe the the plea that we have is like the plea of the Son, your will be done. Because we know God has a good plan for us. He brings about justice as he puts our sin on his son, and gives us eternal life. So he will come again to bring us to his kingdom. He says, when the Son of Man comes, will he find faith on the earth? Implied in that statement is the the son who took our sin rose again and is coming again. And then, yes, then every prayer will find its answer. Every plea that you have ever made before the throne of God will come. The church in heaven says, Lord, come quickly to this world. The church on earth prays, come, Lord Jesus. And the Son of Man will come. And our glorious King, who rose from death, will answer every plea with his eternal kingdom of grace for his chosen ones, brought into that kingdom by grace. And can you picture your prayers so quickly answered as he changes these bodies of decay, removes every evil and every sin, 
and brings us to our eternal home of rest. Every prayer quickly. Until then, Jesus asks, will he find faith? You know, it it may seem at times like God's prayers answered are long in coming. And we may at times get discouraged and want to pray, but Jesus taught this to us. He says, to show us that we should always pray and not give up. To show us that we should remember God will respond. He has responded in grace and chosen us. And he promises to respond and listen to our plea. And he will answer quickly and bring justice. Just as he bought it and won it for us through his son, he will bring it for us forever. And he will answer your prayer chosen ones in God. Until then we pray, Lord, increase our faith. And in your grace and in your goodness, hear our prayer. For Jesus' sake, amen. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace at all times and in every way. Amen.